Howdy do, y'all. I'm Uncle Drank, star of the ballad of Uncle Drank. It is a scripted musical podcast about the life and times of me, fictional golf and western country music pioneer, Uncle Drank. The series also stars Luke Wilson, Brian Kelly, Chelsea Lynn, Kinky Friedman, and Billy Zane as a talking blender named Blendy. You can find The Ballad of Uncle Drank on Sirius XM, Pandora, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. This podcast is intended for a mature audience as it contains adult language and can get rather intimate. So grab a cocktail, find a safe place to listen, and make sure your kids aren't around. Hey, it's Garcelle Beauvais, and this is Going to Bed with Garcelle. Every episode, me and my rotating mix of girlfriends, some celebrities, some not, will be heating things up with provocative girl talk. Get ready. No topic is too taboo, and everything is grown and sexy. Tonight, I'm going to bed with attorney, TV personality, and also the first black bachelorette. Now she's a wifey. You know I'm talking about Rachel Lindsay. Hey, girl. And the other person I'm going to bed with is my good friend, lifestyle organizer extraordinaire, Emma Carter. Hi. Ladies, tell me, what is your drink of choice tonight? Well, I'm recovering from a long weekend. So I, I just to be honest with you, so I ha- I'm just going with a nice red wine. And what about you, Emma? I am having a beer, uh, just a little lighter. It was my birthday last night. Might have got impregnated. So I just want to keep it nice and light, ladies. Go for round two tonight. Oh, my God. We haven't even started the show yet. Emma... I raise you a glass of beer. Yes. Yes. Cheers, ladies. Cheers. Cheers. All right. I know you guys are married. We'll talk about that in a minute. But when you think about all the guys you dated, the people they dated before you, weren't they a little crazy? I feel like guys love borderline nuts. Like when you see their ex-girlfriends, you go, you didn't see her eyes look like she was like fatal attraction crazy. A bunny boiler. <laughs> a bunny boiler. A bunny boiler. I've never heard that. <laughs> oh, oh, it's great. Uh, yeah, definitely. And they're always so pretty, too. Like, it's always the really beautiful ones that for some reason... Oh, I don't I agree know. with that. I really? don't agree with that. I don't you don't ag- think so? I, don't think it's I do. <laughs> pretty really? and a little crazy. Yeah. But don't you think it's equivalent, though, to us wanting the bad boy type? You know, that's a very good point. I think you're right, because we do want a little bit of a bad boy, because if he's not a bad boy, then you're going to run all over him, right? Right. I have. Right. I feel like I have several theories on this. The bad okay. boy type, then the person who's not like your father. Like, my dad was a judge, or is a oh. judge, mm-hmm. strict. So I was like, I want the kid from art school. I, he was an actor. He dyed his hair blonde. He came into the house rocking two blonde Afro puffs, and I was like, mm. him. That's who I want. That's that's my man. Totally. And your father, the judge, was saying, no, I object. I object to that. (laughs) I don't know. I just feel you want that rebellious type. Okay, and then there's here's my last theory. Here's my last theory. I feel like guys like the crazy girl because Mm -hmm. they want to save her. Don't you think men, and maybe this is the bachelorette coming out of me. The bachelor, bachelorette, I feel like the whole design of it, even if you're the lead as the woman, is to be saved by men. So I feel like men like that crazy woman 
Okay. You know I mean? I'm actually going to agree with you because I feel like two things. I feel like the crazy women will do anything. So maybe sexually a little bit wilder, maybe, you know, whatever. Right. And then I do think there's a thing about them being a savior because they're hunters. They want to find you. They want to save you. Mm-hmm. And if you're already saved, they're like, yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah. Boring. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I always wanted to be the woman that like, you know, slash the tires or like something when somebody really did me wrong. And yeah. I just never was. Oh my and God. I just felt like there would have been just such a good feeling after doing something like yeah. that. Yeah. But I just never did it. I just wasn't, I didn't have that little tick of crazy. Right. Thank God. I didn't have Thank it. God. I did have a guy who, I was in New York. I had this little puppy. It was a Maltese and I named her Whitney after Whitney Houston because I was Aww. obsessed with Whitney. <laughs> And when I broke up with him, he kidnapped my dog. <gasps> oh, yeah, no. Now, that is too That's far. Crazy. I yeah. would get crazy. What did you do? Did you get crazy? Oh, I got crazy, and he brought it back. What, what was your crazy? <laughs> I cussed him out. I was like, who does this? Like, like you didn't have TMZ. You couldn't go to anybody back then. You couldn't right. put it on social media. But I was just like, are you nuts? Like, do you think that's the way to get me back? Right. Is, like, to steal my dog? No. No, Crazy. I probably yeah. would have put That's a sugar insane. cube in the, in the gas tank. <laughs> You're giving people ideas. <laughs> Slash tires, sugar cubes. Haven't done it. Can't <laughs> talk from experience. <laughs> if you were in a Zoom meeting and while you are Zooming, your partner is on his hands and knees servicing you. Do you think you could keep a straight face? No. No. Well, <laughs> wait, wait, before I ask, is anybody on their knees right now in no. front of you? <laughs> no, no, I'm not like, into no. it. Oh, I would like to try it. You what? Uh, Just to see how I can keep a straight face. No. Like if I could actually do it. Okay, but does that mean he's not doing a good job? If you can keep a straight face? Oh, oh that's a it, good it question. Should be, yeah, it should be to the point where you can't control yourself. Otherwise, right. he's not doing a good job. Yeah, I agree with that. There's I'm also that. somebody that mentally, I think it would distract me too much for even to be able to like reach climax. I think it would be who I was talking to, right? So I will house party with my sorority sisters. Okay. We're like, it's at night, we're drinking, we're laughing. That could be fun. But a real meeting? Yeah. You know what I mean? I No, my reputation's on the line. <laughs> <laughs> Unless it's going to bed with Garcelle. Then it's okay. Kind of it's Where's Brian. Brian right now? Brian! <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. There's a great pubic hair debate. Are you guys into waxing? Are you like, do you like a bush? Guys have a lot of say about how their women vaginas look. I don't know. When I was younger, I just wanted it like all gone. Mm -hmm. And then as I got older, I realized it was like, it wasn't as sexy. I don't know. I just didn't feel as like feminine with it all Mm -hmm. gone. So then I started kind of like growing some of it back, but I'm extremely blonde. So it's very like patchy. Like, I can't really, like, if I wanted to grow an actual bush, I seriously think it would take me at least a year. Would you need? Like, just. That's not, not, that's not a bad thing. It's not. It's not. I wonder if they have Rogaine for down there. Ooh, maybe. They might. If you really just want to get the 70s yeah. effect, I could just, like, lactease it. Oh, My good gosh. Lord. Not lactease it. <laughs> Rachel, what about you? I am full bush. 
Oh, natural. I'm, and I have no shame. It's one of those things where when I would, when I would talk to a guy, I would say, you know how it's like, what's, what you, what are your politics, religion? <laughs> also, I have a full bush and I've never had any you complaints. You got to prep. You got to prep up. <laughs> never had any complaints. Guys so I'm just care. letting you know. I, I, no, seriously. I Is think that before do. the appetizers or after the appetizers? <laughs> Somewhere, somewhere in between. Doesn't it also matter if, like, because I I have some friends that actually have straight pubic hair. Like, what they do don't mean? have curly pubic hair. Really? So, Rachel, is your pubic hair straight or curly? Curly. It's curly. <laughs> but, but I started right before COVID, I was starting laser. And it was oh. more of just because I live in Miami, so I wanted to wear a yes. swimsuit. I'm mm-hmm. like, sorry, Brian, it's not for you. It's just because it's just better for maintenance. Right. Yeah, and then it. like razor bumps and all that. And so I had started it on my armpits, which are also curly. And when it was growing back, it was bone straight. So I have really? a feeling that it would be the same thing down there. I like to wax. I like to get waxed. You're I like a to get the, the whole thing though. Oh, all of it. Like I you like do the, the froggy thing. upside down, get the whole <laughs> Yes. And yes. you know what's so weird is that, you know, as a celebrity, you're walking in, they're like, hi. And you can tell the girl's like excited that you're there. The next thing you know, you're opening up your legs to a total stranger. I'm I like, can't even imagine Garcelle going in and just being like, all right, I'm ready. Oh, yeah. It's so crazy. And you're like, hi, how are you? And she's like, I enjoyed your work on such and such movie. And I'm like, you didn't see my vagina, but now you do. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Now, what about you guys in terms of a guy's penis? How do you like it? Do you like it clean? Do you want him shaving? Do you want him waxing? Shaving, a male shaved, on it grosses me out. When you're a female and you're on top with a guy that's shaven, it is like sandpaper. Yeah. Yeah. Against your clit. Yeah. 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 I don't, yeah. yeah. I just, yeah, a little <laughs> little maintenance, a little manscape is nice. I don't yeah. need, but. But not too yeah. much. Not too not much. Not too, too much. much. Rachel, there was a guy that was a neighbor of mine and I set him up with a friend and I'm calling you out because you said you would tell a date that you're full bush. Oh, yeah. On the first date, he told my girlfriend, I only have one ball. Wow. Oh, okay. I mean, do you want to know that on a first date? Did they have a second date? No. (laughs) One ball, one date. It's all you need. One ball, one date. I I don't know. I'm very forward, very open. Mm -hmm. So maybe if the conversation goes there, I mean, if he's like, hi, I'm John and I have one ball, then that's too much. But if, if if you're talking sexual, yeah, yeah. Just like, I don't come out and say, I have a full bush, by the way. Nice to meet you. The last two guys that I dated were bald. And according to science, bald men are better in bed. I don't <laughs> I mean, Why? They have Is more testosterone. Yeah, they have more testosterone. I do feel there's something sexy and sensual and I'm attracted to a bald head. I actually think bald men are sexy. Yeah. But I've never dated a bald man. So I have a mm. confession. My girlfriends and I were having this talk about type. And I was like, mm-hmm. I don't have a type. And then I started really reflecting. And they're like, no, 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 you do. You do. And it's bald. My <laughs> type is bald. Every single boyfriend I've had, I want to say I've dated one guy with hair. Wow. Really? So yeah. is it true? Yeah. I have no complaints. <laughs> <laughs> you also can't compare to anything. Okay. Well, true. I have had slept with one guy with hair, <laughs> and he true. was okay. okay. He was good. He was, He was. was. you know, he was Latin. So Latin lovers, I find, are a little spicy in bed. So Hello. I've never been disappointed there. But yeah, no, I've looked back. 
all bald men. Married really? a bald guy. See, bald up here, not down there. That's my motto. <laughs> <laughs> So, Rachel, I have to ask you about Bachelor Nation. You okay. were the first black bachelorette. Mm-hmm. And can I tell you, I enjoyed your season so much. You were exactly what they needed. Thank you. You're so welcome. Did you feel pressure going in? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because, and you and you get this as a black woman, you know you're going to be judged by two different audiences. I originally said no. And my parents were like, my God, Rachel, please don't do it. They're going to crucify you. And then it was somebody coming up to me that found out I was on the season that said, I'm so happy that you're going to be there representing Black women. My daughter watches the show and I'm happy that she can see you. And for me, that was it. I just said, this is what they need to see. I felt like I could represent myself well in this Mm -hmm. role. I never thought I'd fall in love. I was just doing it for the culture. Really? I thought there's no way they're going to find somebody that I'm going to match with on this show. I was open to it, sure. But I didn't believe in it. Really Interestingly enough, because the minute Brian got out of the limo, it was instant. Like they could have stopped the show right then and there and had nothing that's what else my to film. Right. It was so <laughs> I was like, that's the guy for her, right? But did you feel pressure being a black woman that you had to pick a black guy? Oh, absolutely. Before coming in, I thought, I know they're going to want me to, to be with a black man. Mm-hmm. And honestly, that's pretty much what I had dated for the most part prior to coming on the show. Mm-hmm. So I wanted that for myself as well, if I was being honest. But coming on The Bachelorette, I knew that the type of black man that I date is not coming on The Bachelor. Mm-hmm. And so I knew that if I was going to fall in love with someone, they were mm-hmm. probably not going to be black. Also... A lot of the men, not all of them, most of the black men on my season did not date black women. <gasps> and they told they it would come out in conversation. One had never dated a black woman. One hadn't dated one in six, seven years. I was their first black experience in a long wow. time or wow. forever. And I kind of knew that coming in. We just know, right? I can't describe it, but you know what I'm saying. You can yeah. just look and say, they don't really date me, which is... Mm-hmm. Okay, we mm-hmm. I, I date all races too. Right. But um yeah, that was No, I'll was bet that was interesting. It's so funny because the one thing that I hope that comes out of Black Lives Matter is that I think people see our value in terms of being a black woman. Mm-hmm. I think so many times we're either too tough or we're too this, we're too that. And that's why I think sometimes those black men you were talking about really sort of date outside their race because they have, there's some kind of thing for us, right? You married, obviously, Emma, you married a black man. Yeah. Now, were, did you feel any pressure to not date a black guy? No, not at all. Not for my family, not for my friends. I mean, I'm born and raised in Canada. Mm-hmm. So definitely race is looked at different there. But my dad is from New York and grew up in California. So I was always surrounded by different stuff. Like, mm-hmm. even though I'm from a pretty small town in Canada, my parents always made a point of like taking me out and showing me something different yeah. than what was in my neighborhood or my hometown. So Yeah, I was never really pressured. And being Jewish, too, you know, I I always kind of saw myself in a way marrying a Jewish man. And I just You married who you loved. Yeah, Yeah. I married who I loved and who we connected with. And there was no problem with my family. No no problem on either side. So, no. I remember one day my my older son, Oliver, is black. And he he was in the kitchen and he was uh, having tea and he poured, like, sugar, tons of white sugar in there. And I go, you know... 
white things aren't really good for you. I said, white sugar, white flour, white rice. And he goes, what about white woman? I was like, probably not good for you either, but I'm not going to stop you. (laughs) Rachel, going back to The Bachelor real quick. The new Bachelor, first time they're having a black Bachelor, Matt James, right? There's going to be so much pressure for him to be with a black woman. He's in for it. He has a lot from from different ways. One, first okay. black bachelor. That's yep. that's in itself. Yep. Two, our country has all this racial tension. Black mm-hmm. lives, black voices are being amplified in a way that they never have before. So everyone's looking to him to not just be the first black bachelor, but what do you have to say about what's happening in our country? Right. He's going to have that pressure too. Mm-hmm. Then he's also biracial. And I really think that this is an opportunity for the franchise to tap into what biracial people experience in this world, too. You're too black or you're not black enough. Yeah. And I just think it's it will be such a missed moment if they don't capitalize on that. But that's even more pressure on him. He has to represent himself in so many ways. And I agree. everybody's watching. Oh, I'll be watching with snacks and a beer and whatever. And I'm coming over. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, all right, let's talk about falling in love. When did you guys know that your men were, well, I knew when your man was your man, Rachel, because I could see it. But when did you know? Also, Emma, I want to hear from you. We were dating for probably about a couple months and we didn't have the the talk yet of like, oh, we're exclusive. And this other gentleman wanted to take me out. And was he bald? Yes. <laughs> Was. He was. Oh my God. So predictable. So predictable. <laughs> so I went to my now husband and said, Hey, this guy wants to take me out. And I just wanted to know where you sat with that. And he said, Okay, you have two options. One option is you date this guy and you tell me that you're dating him so I know where I stand, but I'm going to still date you. Wow. Or two, you and I just date, you don't date this guy, and we just go full force into that. And it was at that moment that I fell in love with him because there was no option of, you're not dating me. Uh, and it just was so sexy. sexy. And, I, yeah. and I just was like, any other man would be like, okay, you can go and date right. that guy. Sure, bye. So that yeah. was the moment I fell in love with him. And wow. I told him years later, too. He had no idea, but that was it. Yeah. I love that. Wow. And yeah. le- Okay, let me ask you this. So obviously you dated white before. Is there any comparisons to having a black man now? Not really. No. no, I think everything just comes from home, right? Like how you were. Wait raised. a minute. Wait a minute. Size doesn't have anything to do with it. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't. Just as long as they have bald head, we're good. <laughs> You're an equal opportunity lover. I am. I am. <laughs> Rachel, when did you know Brian was the one? So, as you you pointed out, I was initially attracted to Brian from the beginning, and we had just this vibe, this connection, this energy between us which is why I gave him my first impression rose. I just knew mm-hmm. there was something there. And I thought, if this man is truly who he says he is, then he's the one. So when we got farther into the season, I kept saying, I feel like there's more I need from him. I need to understand why at 37, from Miami, attractive, has a job, because that's a rare trait on the show, Girl. has a real job. <laughs> a real job. Why are you single? And is this your first relationship? And without me even having to prompt him to answer those questions. Yeah. We had a date and he just started talking about his past relationships and why it ended. 
And he talked about how family was important. And at this point, I was about to meet his family. And so that conversation and that night, I was like, you are exactly who you say you are. I have been putting you through the ringer, trying to say you're too good to be true, doubting it. And you really just are this wonderful person. So we were in Geneva. How hard is that to be in Geneva? Geneva. (laughs) Well, you know, it helped. It helped. (laughs) What a hard place to fall in love. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) That's when I knew. And then I met his family and the rest is history. I remember we were sitting outside and he had not told me that he was in love with me. And it was the day before my birthday. He'd given me these Prince records. I'm a big Prince fan and I love Mm -hmm. records. And so that was all off camera. And he's sitting down and then he says, Rachel, I'm in love with you. And I remember my face was like, I want to say it back. And I said it in Spanish thinking that the producers wouldn't know what that was. Girl. And then they asked me, and it's so easy, right? If I know it, everybody knows it. I don't know what I was thinking. And so the producers go, um, so tell me about this Te Amo. What does that mean? And I was like, I think it means I like you, right? My Spanish isn't that good. But he knew that I really, really meant it. That's really, really sweet. And how sex? Oh, I mean, it's like you already prefaced it with the Latin lovers. My okay. husband's Colombian, Emma, if you didn't know. So okay. it's it's great. I it's will spicy. say. <laughs> spicy, interesting, mm-hmm. hot. Mm-hmm. I will say this, though. Quarantine mm-hmm. is not all what it's cracked up to be, though. <laughs> with... Like, Emma, you agree real. with me, right? Thank you for being I, real. I mean, I had a girlfriend that's like, aren't you just so connected to your husband now? Like, isn't your relationship just better than ever with quarantine? And I'm like, who are you talking to? Exactly. Like, exactly. I mean, I love him so much, but thank God for my house in Palm Springs. Because I was like, <laughs> a couple times, I was like, love you, bye. And just yeah. me and the dog went, you know? I... So, yeah, listen, I'm right with for you. For a girl who's single, it is so nice and refreshing that you guys are saying that because my impression being at my house alone, whether I have the kids or not, is that, right. oh, everybody who's together must be having such a great time. And they're no, having it's sex lies. everywhere. Okay, good. <laughs> Let's talk about <laughs> hair. And I'm talking hair on your head. On I'm your- out of this one. <laughs> <laughs> Dating a man who's used to women and their hair being sensitive, being black women. You know, we're particular about our hair. Um, was that a thing for you and uh, and Brian in terms of wearing either weaves or whatever you do, braids? I, I think this is also part of my intro conversation. Mm-hmm. I talk about hair because I've dated men and I predominantly dated black prior to the show, but who would complain about, well, what is, do you have real hair what is your hair like underneath your extension? I mean, really ignorant stuff. I, I right. remember at one point I took my extensions out just to prove to a boyfriend that my I actually had hair. I was like, I what do you think this too. is? I, it's, <laughs> it, it, it's, it's crazy. Oh, it so is with crazy. Ryan, I knew he had dated black women before, but I just felt like we still needed to have the hair conversation. And with him, he's just like, oh, I don't really care as long as it looks good. So whether I have braids, a wig extensions, my natural hair, he yeah. could care less. Yeah. He encouraged yeah. it. He's like, oh, your hair's different today. Yeah. And it's so refreshing. I am not my hair, right? Right. It's like the song says. Right. But sometimes people make you feel that way. True. I dated a white guy who, when I would go to the salon, this is when you were getting, you know, extensions or weaves, and you'd be in there for like 10 hours. And he thought I was having an affair because he's like, there's no way <laughs> you were in the salon for that long. And I'm like, listen. 
It's the truth. <laughs> You're like, my ass has been asleep for eight yes. hours. Oh, okay. yes. Exactly. Like, yeah, no, my, my really blonde hair, like, mm-hmm. my husband has a little bit of chest hair, but it's, like, my really blonde hair I find everywhere. Like, we have this hair thing. It's, like, my my hair will be, like, intertwined and woven in his chest hair, and I'll, like, pull it out, <laughs> oh, and it's this long... <laughs> blonde thing and then I'll just find like these little tiny black hairs everywhere so it's kind of this ongoing debate in our relationship of who sheds more that's hilarious than the other but then my dog will have like a piece of my hair hanging off her lip so, <laughs> so I'm just like win. yeah I probably do win for that's sure so <laughs> and now we're going to get into a little bit of a nightcap where I'm going to ask you a few questions how many orgasms can you say you've had in a day three for me two Six. What? Oh. Wow. Ding, ding, ding. You win. Balls, man. Apparently. That's all I needed to hear. <laughs> I'm also, you're going to shave. I am also somebody that can mul- multiple orgasms. You so, can? Yes. I'm oh, blessed. I'm so envious. You are blessed. Yeah. When did you know you could do that? I guess. Is it something that can be taught? I don't, I don't know. I was always very like into being nude and I didn't really care when I was younger. Like I just, and so I was always just comfortable with my body. So like, I want to say I started probably masturbating at like 13, maybe. I always knew how to do it for myself. So you can just come and come and come and come. Yes, unless somebody's eating me out while I'm on Zoom, because then (laughs) my mind won't be able to concentrate on the finished product. It's so important you say that, though, because I am a person who can't get out of my head a lot. Mentally, yeah. And so that's what will stop me. Me too. Yeah, so me, too. me too. Maybe that's too. the key. I'll think, yeah. okay, how do I get to six? Right. Go back Let to go. Geneva. <laughs> go back to Geneva. <laughs> Geneva. That's it. <laughs> that's the answer. How many toys do you guys have? I have four. Three. I don't have any. What? Really? When I moved... Somebody must have been about to see them. And I just remember being shamed and I threw them away. But I don't have any. <gasps> oh, well, you need I'm to go shopping. Can no. we do this again? So I, can do- <laughs> I have to say, yes. as a professional organizer who organizes oh. homes and businesses, don't be ashamed of your toys. Everybody's bedside table drawer looks the same. That's right. How many times do you have sex in a week? <sighs> Quarantine makes things different. Yeah. <laughs> Two or three. I would say two or three. I would say two or three. All right. Yeah. I'm I'm quarantined alone, so never mind. How many men have you cheated on? I was thinking about this and I thought two that I'm not proud of, but two. Right. Zero. (gasps) Really? What is cheating? Oh, (laughs) oh, Because otherwise I would say one. But if if we're talking like emotional, Emotional. Mm. then... We're going to count emotional because if the tables okay. were turned, we would say that would be cheating for a guy, right? So so keep that? So yes, so three. keep it. Then three. Okay. <laughs> so does that include texting and stuff? Like what is emotional to you? Like I... If I'm getting something from some from another man that I'm not getting from my husband. Right. Or, well, not husband. Or not husband. Boyfriend. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Well, how many men did you date at once? Two for me. I'm a serial dater. I love to date. So I you guess they weren't real relationships, you know, mm-hmm. because it's like, oh, you go out two or three times. If that's the case, I had a basketball team. Oh! Yeah, like a starting five. Oh, you want to come off <laughs> the bench? I love to date. I think it's so really? much fun to get to know people yeah. and you learn stories and you just, I don't know. I, I love people. Yeah. So I, think- I love people too. That's really interesting though, but I'm not a big dater. So maybe that's what I need to have, you know, change my mindset. 
Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, five five was kind of like the top. They didn't want to like mess up their name or like get a story <laughs> oh. wrong and then feel like a real asshole. Right. I mean, were you sleeping with all five of those guys? No, or? No, yeah. no, 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 no. But the no. name thing, it's boo. I mean, I did this on the bachelor. Oh, yeah, exactly. Boo, babe. babe. Yeah. Can I just say, Rachel looks so innocent, but we're finding stuff out. <laughs> I'm 35. I think people forget that sometimes. You right. know what I mean? Like, I've, sure. I've, I've had some fun. All right, ladies, this is um, one of my favorite parts of the show where you get to highlight someone who made you laugh or made you smile this week. We, I call it going to bed with. And so who would you like to go to bed with tonight, Emma? Mine is Erica Badu. And the reason for that is because any woman that cuts up her underwear and burns it and turns it into ash and makes (laughs) it into an incense that's called Badoo Pussy is my hero. And she sells them for $50, an incense package. And she sold out. Why did you say that when I took the sip of beer? I almost spit it out. I thought this was a rumor. I didn't no, know she was really doing it. Is it is real. Go on her website. It's There's a wait list. But hey, your <laughs> entire car could smell like Badoo Pussy. <laughs> I think you're good. I think you're good. <laughs> I was going to take like a political stance. I'm like, okay. You can do anybody you want. You can do anybody you want. So mine are organizations. Um, PepsiCo, Nike, and FedEx. And not because I want new shoes or free (laughs) shipping or some type of soft drink. It's because they put the pressure on the the owner of the Washington Redskins, Dan Snyder, to change the names of the Washington Redskins. I'm a huge sports fan. I'm a Cowboys fan. But I I love that they put the pressure. It's a name that has been so offensive for years. And finally, in light of everything that's going on, which I think is so great because it's showing that what people are doing is making a difference. They put the pressure on them that said, we're going to take our money away if you don't change this name. And now they're actually considering changing it. So I love that. I'm going to bed that. with all of them. All yes, of them. yes, I yes, yes. That. Well, I'm going to bed tonight with Vanessa Bryant. I mean, Ooh. let's talk about being brave, being strong, being resilient. Yeah. And, you know, it's one thing, God forbid, that your husband passes away. But when he's a legend like this, you can never turn on the TV. You can't yeah. open a magazine. You can't, without hearing his name and it's bringing him back. So I just want to give her the biggest hug and uh, Vanessa Bryan, I'd love to go to bed with you. So ladies, tell me, where can people follow you and uh, find you? You can find me on Instagram, Twitter, all the same, at the Rach Lindsay, or you can go to my website, rachellindsayofficial.com. I have a new podcast out called Higher Learning. It comes out twice a week, Tuesdays and Fridays. It's on the Ringer Network. You can find it wherever you listen to podcasts. I'm Emma J. Carter, and you can find me at lifestyle underscore organizer. I'm a professional organizer for homes and businesses, and I design custom closets. So that's my Instagram. And then my Facebook is facebook.com slash it's a lifestyle organizing. Ladies, I'm going to cheer you guys for being who you are. This was so fun. Thank you for so being fun. open. <laughs> Thank you for sharing I needed this. Thank you, ladies. Thank you so much. Subscribe to my podcast so you don't miss this grown and sexy conversation. The after party continues on my Instagram at Garcelle or on Twitter at Garcelle B. So make sure to follow me. Go into bed with Garcelle is an Orion podcast. Produced by Orion Television, Radio Point, and Beauvais Wilson Productions. 
distributed by Podcast Nation. Concept by Garcelle Beauvais and Lisa L. Wilson. Hosted by Garcelle Beauvais, executive producers, Barry Posnick, Garcelle Beauvais, Lisa L. Wilson, Alex Bach, Richard Corson, and Daniel Powell. Co-executive producers, Janae Copeland and Cindy Levinson. Associate producer, Lene Sanders. Music is from Extreme Music. This show was edited and mixed by Radio Point. Hey, how'd it do, y'all? I'm Uncle Drank, star of the ballad of Uncle Drank. It is a scripted musical podcast about the life and times of me, fictional golf and Western country music pioneer, Uncle Drank. The series also stars Luke Wilson, Brian Kelly, Chelsea Lynn, Kinky Friedman, and Billy Zane as a talking blender named Blendy. You can find The Ballad of Uncle Drank on Sirius XM, Pandora, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts.